Good day, good day, good day. And thank you for tuning in for another segment of Let's Be Real. This is your girl, Savan Ebonique. And today I have a special guest star, my Sue Wu. Sue Wu, say hello. Hi, everybody. All right. Now, today we're going to end up uh, speaking about women in the different cultures, um, from the American culture to, well, uh, Sue was actually or is actually from Guyana, but was also raised Hindu. And so we want to do somewhat the comparison of similarities as well as differences as far as how women are raised, treated, and um, how it is that we feel like it can be improved as far as relation in between women and men or just overall amongst women in general. All right, so Sue, with you being from Guyana and being raised as you were, uh, other women, I'm sure they shared the, the same, if not similar experiences for you. How are women raised in Guyana uh, underneath the Hindu uh, belief? So this is speaking from my experience, of course, it's not for every single woman over there, but on average. So what they, so again, as Savan mentioned, I grew up in a Hindu household. So what it is, as soon as you, um, they get you into the temple, there are so many different goddesses. So women are really revered in the religion. There's the goddess of knowledge, the, um, the goddess of you pray if you want health, happiness. Uh, there's also men, but most of them women, um, goddesses are very revered. However, when it comes to the household and everyday life, it's a completely different story. People spend, or men, people spend hours, you know, in temple, chanting, praying, singing, and again, revering these goddesses. But when they go to their household, their wives, their daughters, their mothers, that behavior is not, they don't then take that into the household. They treat them as if they're less. And you do, growing up, I learned at an early age that women, because they have their period, they're considered unclean. And so right away, from just being a child, instead of being told you're beautiful, you're worthy, you're all these things, you're already told, listen, you know, at this age, this happens, and you're then basically dirty. You, at that time of the month, you need to be, you can't really go to temple, you can't worship as you would like to because you're unclean is the word that they use. So already you don't understand why, you just know, oh my God, you know, I just, I can't. I uh, might be a little TMI here, but I got my period when I was nine. And I remember I couldn't understand because that time is just like, okay, you can't go to temple. You can't go to the temple and pray. You can't touch the, the gods. You can't do anything. You're just unclean. So already there's that confusion. So you already start believing that about yourself and saying, well, I'm really not worthy. You know, you look to men, then you look up to them because they're the ones who are more, they can do anything they want. They can go to the temple whenever they can do whatever it is that they want. Now, again, this is on average. And so as a woman growing up, especially in a small village in Guyana, you have to be, you're not really, it's frowned upon to date, to be out with, uh, to date with different guys, things like that. And so, but the men, the men are able to be with whomever they would want to be with. Multiple women, things like that. And how they put it over to you said, oh, well, they're getting experience. But you're supposed to be, of course, just stay at home, keep by yourself, you know, learn, go to school and just be a just have no relationships or nothing of the sort. And so this is something that's perpetuated, I want to say generation after generation, because you have 
your brother's instilling it in you because they also know your father is telling them, okay, listen, when your sister goes out, make sure this, this, and that. If you see, you know, something happens, do this, do that. So everyone believes it and it becomes your reality. You don't understand why it's just something where you fall into line, so to speak. So my mom cooks dinner at night. She makes sure that my father gets his food first, even for the kids, he eats first. Then she, you make sure all the men are taken care of. And then of course she gets the kids, then she'll sit down to eat. And so it's something where even after all these years that I know more, I go home to visit and I fall right back into it. So the food is finished. I go and I serve all of my uncles. I make sure my cousins are good. And then it's like, okay, there's not that much left for me. That's okay because they have enough and they're comfortable and they're good and their needs need to be met first. So it's something where, again, without even thinking, you just habitually you just fall into it and it's just your norm. It just becomes all you know. And especially as far as comparing something over here, if you are a 30 year old woman in Guyana, you're not, you know, and you're with a guy who is 33, forget it. People talk about you so much because, oh my God, the guy is older, but there's something wrong with you. But when the guy is older and the woman is way younger, of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Because again, men are made to believe and know that they can do anything it is that they want to. And as a woman, you have all these restrictions. And my mom used to tell me, my brother used to go out and do all these different things. I'm like, mom, can I go do that? No, you can't. Well, why can't I? You're a girl. Because you're a girl, you can't do that. So... I was able to move out of this environment, of course, and then learn more and gain more knowledge and know differently. But if not, especially being from a small village, you don't have access to a lot of things. That is all you know, and that is your reality. So you don't know any better. You don't know different. That's just life, how it is. So I remember seeing a friend years after I had moved and I talked to her and I said, oh, do you love your husband? And she started laughing at me. She's like, why would you ask me something so stupid? And then I understood because love is a luxury because what it is, and again, this is not in every single household, but especially in smaller villages, your parents give you an arranged marriage or they arrange for you to meet with someone that they think you'll do well with, but it's up to them if they agree with that or not. So that is, again, that the reins for, for your life, basically, everything is taken from you and someone then stands to decide for you. You don't get that choice to say, I don't want this, I don't want that. But at this point in your life, at that age, you're accustomed to it because as soon as you have your senses and you know, they're telling you what to do and they're telling you you're not worthy or you're unclean and all these things. So already you're already programmed, so to speak. So you already know okay, well, you're saying I should be with this guy or this person, you know best, I'm just gonna go with that. Now, um, my question for you is, with the way that you guys are raised and all these belief systems and things that are put into place, do you feel at all that um, how, much how much you guys are divided based upon what you can and cannot do, does that cause a rift in between the men and women within uh, your culture, at least from your experience or what you know of? Well, it's something where, how do I say it? It's not, especially maybe the younger generation coming up now in Guyana, it's a bit, a little bit different for them in that sense, but 
all you know, again, you're always taught that your husband is God, is your God, so to speak. So that's who you listen to. That's who you take advice from. So whatever he says, that goes. You already know that. So as a, as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, you know, for example, your husband, you know, as soon as he gets paid, he, you know, he uses all the money for alcohol. So you try to go to the person who pays him to get some of the money to keep it. You basically, you try to survive somehow, especially when you're in a, now if you have a wealthy family, somebody you can go to, that you're able to, to rely on or get advice from or go back to you, do that. But especially again, from a smaller family, you don't have access to that much money or resources. You have to stay there. So as far as does it cause a rift or a divide? It's just, it's what you know. And so you know, okay, I have to listen to my husband. This is my life. Mm -hmm. Because chances are the person who lives right next door to you, that's their life too. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it just becomes, it just becomes the norm. You go to the police station and say, well, my husband hit me. And the police will look at you and say, well, it's your husband. Why are you here? It doesn't make any sense. So you learn then, you don't know any better. So there's nothing to say, or oh, there's a rift. There's just like when I asked my friend, do you love your husband? And she goes, why, why would you ask me something so stupid? That's not, you don't get a chance or even a choice. That's not even a thought to say, oh my God, I'm in love or I can date or find out about this person or know this person. You go on a date or you date a guy a couple times, people start then talking about you in this small village. Oh my God, so-and-so is seeing this and this guy every other night, they're doing this, they're doing that. They start slandering you. So when it's time to be able for your parents to find somebody who's interested in marrying you, no one really wants to because your name has been out there. So it's a very, it's a very tough situation, honestly. Now, here in America, um, from what I experienced and the people that I've known and grown up with as well, um, it does differ in a sense as far as there, you do have more choice. But early on, you do um, become separated based upon there's cooties whenever you're younger. I know that it was, well, the kids at school learn, but of course they had to learn from somebody else. And it was one of the things that the parents would do to keep the kids separate from each other with fears that they would do something that they weren't supposed to do, but a child won't repeat anything unless they're taught. So early on, it's the, the boys can go and wear uh, pants or shorts, girls will have to wear dresses, at least for quite a time that was. Then girls can only like the colors yellow, pink, and purple, while boys can only like green, red, and blue. Things like that. And then as you continue to evolve and you continue to grow um, through sports, through schools, then they keep the boys and the girls separate um, in order to, I guess, encourage them to socialize amongst themselves or once again it is our fear that they're going to do something that they're not supposed to do which is more or less like sexually we try to keep kids from um experimenting early but then in, we tell them about sex late and they're already learning it from their friends so for me or at least my thought of it um with all this separation they don't really know how to commingle with one another and it does become one of those things whenever they get older that whenever they do uh, interact with one another, then it is just for the purpose of uh, procreation or it's for the purpose of being in a relationship. 
but not too often do these people come together to have a friendship because they were never taught this way. I know a man that is, uh, well, he's older and um, he's single. And I ask him, why, why is it that he's single? And literally it's just because at this age and stage in his lifetime, he still doesn't know how to talk to women. He was raised with women, but he still doesn't know how to talk to them because they've been made separate from him. They've been made to show that you have to speak to them in a certain way. And I mean, mind you, no woman wants to hear any raunchy things, but you can still talk to them as you would a friend. Women love knowledge. Women love to um, engage just as much as men and men love it just as much. Men love mental stimulation as well. But for some reason, he couldn't get over that hump. He just felt like he would just immediately say something creepy. Okay, well, that's because you have, you know, thoughts, <laughs> sexual thoughts at that, which is natural to occur. But that does not mean that it should keep you from being able to have a conversation with a woman. And because you don't let your children mingle at a young age and find out who they are and who or what the differences are between one another, then it causes further chaos. The older that they get and the more that they try to date or the more that they try to, um, well, get in a relationship or just have a simple basic friendship with these people it makes it harder because they don't already have the knowledge of how to speak instead we we teach one another that um we're something that's meant to be conquered or figured out as opposed to just being treated like a a human on the same level whether it's intellect whether it's emotions all of that we're all the same but we've all been taught the the same things which more or less keep us continuing to think that we're different whether it is our gender whether it is our color or our race or how it is that we look out on the inside there's some people that i know that they are thin active people they refuse to ever have anyone that is heavyweight um as their friends or in their circle because it just doesn't look good and not to mention that's not what it is that their family would do and so these people continue to grow up and show the differences or see the differences amongst one another as opposed to uniting, which is what it is that we're all here for, is to learn about one another, learn about our differences, be able to accept it anyway, and continue forward. Between men and women, there is not a difference. <clears throat> Between men and women, the only difference is how it is that they're treated. Women, whenever it comes to single parent homes, uh, specifically single mother homes, sometimes in some occasions, those women are not raised properly in comparison to their brothers because the mother has whatever else going on in their mind. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard about jealousy coming from a mother, but it is actually natural and it does truly happen. A mother will do everything for their son. They'll encourage them, they'll buy them whatever it is that they need to be bought. Whenever he gets a little girlfriend, she applauds, she cheers, and she even brags about the girlfriend. But then whenever the girl is of age, she's told to more or less stay home. The mother doesn't attend so many activities. She doesn't encourage her. She doesn't give her um, hope or um, anything to really basically grow off of. And so uh, whenever it comes to the girl finally wanting to date, 
The girls are instantly thought of as hoes and whores and sluts because they're dating or kissing or doing the exact same thing as the boys. But why? But why? Why is it because of how it is that you're born anatomy wise? Why is it that I should be separate from you? You may be stronger. Yes, you may be built with more muscle. You may grow facial hair even thicker than some women. But why is it that we should be held to a different standard? Are we not all human? And so whenever we begin to instruct our kids at a younger age that they are of service to someone else, that someone is to be uh, a God to them, even though there is only one God <laughs> or multiple masters underneath that one God, but there's still one God. Then we teach our children how to value themselves and their self-worth. A man is everything. And so women chase men everywhere, despite what it is that men will do. Men are human. Men make mistakes just as much as women. But because we continue to keep the separation or the divide because we're scared of what will end up happening anyway, kids or people are meant to procreate. That's what it is that we were given sex for. That's why it is that we have sex is to procreate. And sometimes, yes, kids do experiment early. If it's something that makes you uncomfortable, talk to them about it. Educate them about the pros and cons as opposed to giving them, telling them that girls, all girls have cooties, stay away from them. Because then in the kid's mind, as they continue to grow older, cooties forms into something else, meaning that girls have something contagious that I don't want. Girls have something going on or boys have something going on that I don't want. But then whenever it comes to a biological standpoint, they kind of crave that if they are, you know, raised straight, whatever then they kind of crave that. And they're not able to get to it or make a conversation or even have a healthier relationship with that person because they're not taught that it is okay. They're not taught that uh, this is natural. We are all humans, regardless of what it is that you say, think, or experience from another human. It all depends on their upbringing, what it is that they're told, how open their mind is to being, what, receptive, would you say? yes receptive to it i've met um men who swear up and down that they don't know how to speak to women but they they have a conversation with me just fine because i meet them at their same level i hit them with the intellect and emotion at the same time like you know you're a great person but you know you you just I don't know why it is that you hop from asking how somebody's doing to all of a sudden like, oh my God, and your hair is beautiful. That is a little bit creepy. <laughs> that is that is that is a little bit creepy. I'm gonna need you to to sit down and, and think, how would you talk to a man in this situation? Hey, how's your day? Hey, how's your day? How are you feeling today? If you guys even ask that. Um, or what is it that you have planned for later this evening? Are you into this type of team or no? is chemistry it's being able to see someone on the same playing field as you that's all it is women are just as valued as men or should be because women contribute to this world just as much as men do they may not have the deep uh sultry base as men do or they may not have the same sculpture of body but whenever you tear all that away their blood bones hearts, organs, their hair, their soul, their light. We are no different. Men, women, child, mother, father, 
no matter who it is. So stop telling your kids or stop teaching your kids so early to stay away from the opposite sex. Uh, stop teaching them so early that something's wrong. If you do want to teach them something early, then do teach them about sex. So you don't have to worry about those questions or finding out that little Tommy decided to mess around with little Angelica <laughs> because of something that they seen you do or that they're, they're kissing because they see you and your, your husband or wife doing it. You get what I'm saying? Take your time. But going off of what you said there too, Please do talk to your kids about sex. Get the actual, the proper correct information out there because if you're not doing that, there is someone else who is doing that. It could be, you know, it could be Becky in school, it could be the internet, it could be they start watching porn, whatever it is because desire, all of that comes up, but that's when you go through puberty for all of us and we start feeling, we start feeling all these things that it is completely natural. It's there, but especially if you're not talking about it, and I pull here from something personal too, as far as thinking about my own family, where it was never spoken about, never. You just understood that that's just something when you get married, you do and that's it. Other than that, you don't talk about it, I didn't know what it was, nothing at all. Now, when I went to school and actually doing anatomy and learning and all these different things, and it was just like, oh, our kids would you know, say different phrases in class. I'm like, what does that mean? And they would laugh at me like, oh my God, Sue, you're so funny. And I would try laughing too, but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I need to find out what that is because I didn't know. So especially when everyone at some point is trying to fit in, especially when you're in high school, you're in middle school. So they want to be part of that clique. They want to be in the knowing. So let the, if you want them to get the correct information, tell them yourself, although it's uncomfortable, maybe you don't know how to have the conversation, reach out to someone who can help you. And I hear um, parents saying a lot, well, my kids are too young. I don't want to talk to them about that. They don't need to know about that. The reality, unfortunately, is we are bombarded from every single angle with sex and things about sex. It could be TV, it could be internet, friends, whatever it is. It's something where it has to be addressed because one way or the other, it comes up. So if it's not addressed, they don't understand, okay, this is something normal that you feel. This is how you deal with it. This is what could come up then when they feel it, they're just really confused and they express it, they express themselves in the wrong way. Or especially if they come like from, by, um, with myself and my family from a very religious background, you have, depending on the church that you go to and how they're preaching, then they're making it seem, okay, you know what? Um, having sex outside of marriage is wrong. Or they, they make you feel dirty. Then you think, oh my God, I'm feeling all these things and I shouldn't be, what's wrong with me? And again, it's all natural to feel that and you have to you have to have an outlet somewhere. And, and again, because you want to quote unquote look well around, let's say your church members or society, you hide that part of them, you hide that part of yourself from them, but you go out in other ways to get that out because you have to. Again, it's natural as Savan said, in all of us, we feel it. And it's just very taboo where in other cultures more than some, that it's just, just don't talk about it. Don't say it. Shh. Nobody say anything. Just be quiet. And what? Where has that gotten us? What has that done for us? All so, that has done is create a great suppression of natural emotions. And Sue and I, we speak about this a lot. But like over in India or even here in America, there has been a great um, rise in rape and molestation of children and of women 
in general because we continue to tell ourselves or each other that whatever it is that we're feeling isn't natural and we don't act upon it in a healthy way that's why it's important for boys and girls at a young age to be able to speak to one another to learn uh, about one of another another but it's up to us as as far as parents aunties uncles whatever to be able to educate these kids at a young age especially since this is the age of information so whatever you don't teach them something or someone else will so it's up to you as far as how it is that that information is relayed will it be relayed in full detail they know the pros and the cons so that they'll be able to make a informed decision or are you just going to scare them into doing what it is that their friends their friends or possibly even their family members um will speak to them and say that no that's a complete opposite it's enjoyable and have them do it anyway a lot of these kids end up getting into these situations or trying to act grown because they've had their friends tell them something separate but since you try to put the fear of god in them or the fear of you within them based upon how it is that you continue to discipline or treat them that's not how it is that it goes we need to be able to break this cycle as well we're not different. We are all the same. We may not look the same, but we are all the same soul. We have emotions. Men and women, stop telling these little boys that they cannot express themselves. Tell, tell them that it's okay to cry. Tell them that it's okay to be frustrated. Ask them what is wrong. Because a lot of what it is that the men do in their earlier ages, the hypersexual activity, um or just the destructiveness in them is just a boiling up of emotions that they're not really able to get out like have you ever been and uh, we could talk about this because we're all adults but have you ever been so frustrated and then whenever it is that you're intimate with your partner around that same time then all of a sudden all that stress is gone well that's how it is that all these kids are created all these fatherless children are created because there's some broken man going through women trying to resolve his own emotions or putting his emotions on them and her kids and the kids that they have together because they weren't taught that it's okay to be vulnerable. They were taught that girls express themselves or only girls cry, men do too. We all have tear ducts. We all have tear ducts for the same reason, because we were meant to express ourselves. We all have sexual organs because we were all meant to do something with them <laughs> or to eliminate. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get scientific about it, but talk to your kids. Stop putting so much fear in them and give them the truth and the facts. Stop lying to them in order to, to make yourself comfortable. Because what you won't tell them, what you won't do for your kids, someone else will. And don't be mad if they use that information and do exactly what it is that you were trying to prevent in the first place. All in all, we are all human. All in all, it is natural to feel what it is that we feel. It is okay for girls to be able to go out. It is okay for girls to be able to go out and date. And I know that girls tend to be softer. They do. Girls tend to be softer and that's why it is that we wanna shield and protect them so much. However, eventually you're gonna have to allow your girl to become a woman. So in order for her to make that beautiful transition, she has to be able to be educated. She has to be able to be told her self-worth and importance as well as boys do too. Because boys will eventually become men. And as these people grow and transition from girls and boys to women and men, then they are gonna be in charge of 
the future of not only this planet, not only of our well-being, but then also the next kids that come into this world. So it's important to get the facts out. It's important to speak. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, find a family member that you trust that can give them the right information. Go online, find the best book so that you can help, it can help you read it and get it all in place. But stop making women feel so low. Stop making your men feel like they can't be men or like they can't be free or vulnerable. Like they can't be human. Like they can't be human. <laughs> it is human to cry. It is human to feel. It's human to feel horny. <laughs> it is all human for us to be able to experience that. It's also human for us to break down if we don't understand. And if you need the help, there's help out there. There's all types of free assistance. You can go to the library and check out a book. You can even read within the library. Any information that you need, but it's there. So Sue, is there anything else you would like to add to this segment? Just what Savon said that all of us, we are one and it starts with you no one else it starts with you it starts and ends with you you start it you have that baby you have your child it's with you it's with no one else so you start there you build them up you make them so confident you give them so much self-worth that no one can tell them any differently it starts with you and so everything you never got when you were a child what is it they say be the parent that you wish you had when you were a child mm be that parent because all of us we're all absolutely doing the very best that we can with the information with the knowledge that we have so as you learn and as you grow you share that with your kids so they don't have to go through the same things that you did all right so on that note it's miss savannah benique and sue are going to depart i want to thank you for joining us for today's segment and once again as always i love you <laughs>